folks, welcome back to another episode of Degenerate Danger Zone. It is Wednesday, January 6th, and it's time to get that free money. We pretty much just had the NBA and college basketball yesterday, but we got a ton of soccer action to go along with that today. Now, I'm your host, Ty Bean. I will be joined by Meerkat yet again, and we got to start with something yesterday I told you not to do. The Nets absolutely laid an ass whooping on those Jazz coming in there. Kyrie, what what was it, 22 points in the first half, seven of the first nine points of the game. Absolute great performance from him. That's exactly what I said was going to happen. I'm sick. I am sick. I mean, I showed it to you. Folks at home can't see it. I had a whole big write-up with a ton of notes with a double play on the Nets yesterday. Let it marinate for 10 minutes, and my brain's like, nah, dude, you're wrong. Like, 100% take the Jazz, this and this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right, actually. Why go with your first instinct? Because it's not like anyone ever says go with your original gut instinct or anything, and it crushed me. No, absolutely. (laughs) That'll happen. But let's get into that free money today. Ton of soccer games, especially between um, Italy and France today. And that's where I'm going to start in France First game, I'm going to go with the Marseille-Montpellier over two and a half. You get a little bit of a plus value there as well. Marseille haven't necessarily been in the in, in the best form, but they've been scoring goals at home. Nine of their last 15 goals have come at home. They're scoring a decent clip, and Montpellier have gotten 15 of the last uh, – or 13 of the last 15 possible points on the road. They've been playing very, very good within the league, and they're putting in a lot of goals. Montpellier's last four instances where they were held scoreless, or ooh, their last four instances on the road, there are two-plus goals um, in league. And they've been doing it a lot. They've been scoring. It doesn't really matter where they are. So I like that one to go over. Um, if you're looking to, you know, just parlay fodder it, take that over one and a half. I don't think it's too juicy. I don't think it was um, anything more than like minus 250 or 260 or something like that. I think that's a great way to get that started off. It's a 3 p.m. kickoff. Yeah, that's a nice play right there. Like you said, we got a ton of soccer. I have one play in soccer. Oh, I have two, but I have one I absolutely love. It's a double play. We're going with AC Milan and Juventus draw plus 240, and AC Milan money line plus 245. I hate to go against Juve here, Ty B, but everything's telling me AC Milan. They've been so hot recently. They're top of the table. Uh, Juve, too, is a team. You look, they have six draws this year already. AC Milan's got four, but Juve's a team where it seems like they can't break through and finish off teams in a lot of games to the let guys get back. And more than half of their scoring is coming from Ronaldo right now, which isn't great. But uh, AC Milan, undefeated, like I said, they've been amazing. Them coming in as underdogs in this is because you got Ibrahimovic and a few other guys out who Ibra has been surprising me. I didn't expect him to be as good as he was going to be this season, but he's been incredible. Uh, There's a lot of injuries on both sides here, though, so that's why I like the draw because it might be a little slower-paced game. Neither team can break through, but I am – I want to smash AC Milan, so I'm going to double play it with the value there you can. Mm -hmm. I woke up, and that was my plan. But Juventus have won the league title nine consecutive times. If they lose this game here, they got a long, long ladder to climb to get back into that title contention. This is a game that they need to win 
I'm going to fade myself and I'm going to ride with my boys. I think I'm going to be riding with Juve today. I think Ooh. this is the game where they figure things out offensively. Um, you're without Quadrado and Alexandro and Alvaro Morado. Um, it looks like, you know, the COVID is contained um, from everything we're hearing from the Italian officials, the medical team at Juventus. And if, and if that's the case, everyone else is okay. Then I really like them to come out and just have a standout performance. Uh, it, it gives you the opportunity, you know, Quadrado generally has been playing um, at the outside back position. So you're pretty much without two outside backs, but Danilo has played pretty well. And it, it gives you the chance to get Mary Demerol in the lineup. Who's been clawing, wanting to get some more time. He just has deal, dealt with a bunch of injuries over the past few seasons, but this is a great opportunity for him to showcase his talent and earn himself a spot in this, you know, in this starting 11, right in that rotation. And I really think, you know, up top, you're going to have to have Dybala and um, Ronaldo playing at their best. And I think that's what you're going to get from them today because Dybala found the net at the end of that last game. And I think that's exactly what he needed. He's getting everything kickstarted. He was moving around the field a lot better last game. And I thought Milan struggled a bunch early on. They really, really should have been down in that game. Got a lot of good saves from Donnarama and some good luck with a bunch of shots against the post from Benevento. There were a few times where I got real worried. I was on Milan in that game, but I was real worried. And Sandro Tonali going to miss this one after picking up that red card in that Benevento game. That game was just a few days ago. These guys are going to be absolutely tired after having to play um, a majority of that game, over 60 minutes with only 10 men. So that's something else to watch out for. I'm riding with my Juve, but also, I'm going to stay in France for my other picks. I think there's a lot of value today in France. That's why I'm going to go with Lille. They're only minus 139, minus 140. Not too much juice on them. They're right there. Only, or They're actually tied with Lyon at the top of the table. Have a chance to get, pick up some big points here um, to keep themselves in that title contention, if not to at least hold on to one of those Champions League spots. I don't like Angers all that much. Yes, they're ninth place, but they have a negative three goal differential. They're a team that doesn't score a ton of goals and no wins in their last three matches. Not in great form. I'm going to ride with Leo. Yeah, I don't hate that. France is a weird one for me. I was about to give out this play. I'm turning it to a lean play at your own discretion because – I, I don't have a good read on France ever. I don't have a good history betting on it. But I, one team I do have a good history betting on is Bordeaux. Uh, we get them today going against Mets. And, you know, Mets and Bordeaux both were plus 175 money line. You got the tie at plus 195. I'm going to lean Bordeaux there, even though they're below Mets in the table. They're pretty, pretty even teams when it comes to terms of skill. But, I like some of Bordeaux's scores and their defense a little bit more. You got guys like Ben Arfa on there. Uh, oddly, has been scoring this year, and they have a good defense. So I'm going to lean Bordeaux, but I'm not taking that as an official. All right, Meerkat, I'm going to take one more play here in France, though. I'm going to go with Stade de Rennes. They're playing really, really good football right now. They've come into the new year on a four-game win streak only allowed one goal in the last 372 minutes. They're pushing for a Champions League spot. They're right there in fourth place, um, have, a, have been playing really good football. They have some dangerous players on that team. 
including Eduardo Camavinga. And Nance not looking all that great, having trouble scoring goals, only 18 thus far on the season, and a negative 12 goal differential. I'm going to ride Stad Duran at even money. I don't hate that. Uh, do you have any more soccer plays? I'm I'm good on <laughs> soccer. If you, if you got them, give them. You can keep going with basketball. I I got soccer all okay. day. That's all I'm oh, playing. Okay. Oh, that's all you're playing? All right. Well, I'll give out my uh, one college basketball play then. I'm riding with Wichita State plus 11.5 against Houston. And Houston's beating some good teams. I think they're 11th ranked in the country right now. But Wichita State has too. They're coming off a good win against Ole Miss right now. It's a conference game. And Houston – they look good, but they don't look like a great team. Like a team warning, 11th in the country. They're averaging 74 points per game, shooting sub 30% from three, just around 40 from the field. Wichita, pretty much the same, 75 points per game, shooting just over 41%, but it's pretty much the same. It's a tight conference matchup, though, and Wichita getting 11.5 points is just super disrespectful, and Houston is overrated, in my opinion. Wichita's 3-0 against the spread on the road this year, which I love this game. They're on the road, and I think I'm going to play the under 135 in this, too, just because neither team is like an offensive juggernaut, and it's a tough conference game where they're both going to be going really hard playing physical ball. I, I don't see this being a crazy high-scoring game, so I'm going to roll with that Wichita State plus 11.5 and, and then the under 135. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't hate that at all. Another fine play, but I'm going to go – I'm going to stay here in France. I think Lyon in the first half is, an, is a really, really good play. They've won nine of their last 11 matches, only two draws in that span. And when you look at it in the – Four of those were home victories, and all four of those home victories, they covered the first half spread. Take Lyon. Um, what is it? Minus one. I have, Creek doesn't even have it. You got to mess around with it to figure it out. But take Lyon on that spread in the first half. They haven't not covered it in a while. That's just a, it's a great play. They're scoring early and often. They've been leading at the 40th, 45th minute to nail multiple times that's another play you can make um i i just think leon have figured it out they have the best goal differential um besides psg in the league they're sitting at the top of the table for a reason because they're playing great football only one loss all season yeah that was one play i was looking at I, i like that a lot but i'm hopping back over to the nba I'm going to throw down a two-unit play here, folks. I'm going with the Chicago Bulls plus seven against the Sacramento Kings tonight. Uh, the Bulls have won four of their last five after starting 0-3, I believe. They've beaten good teams, too. They beat the Wizards twice. They beat the Trailblazers. They beat the Mavericks. The whole team is scoring. And Kobe White, one of my favorite young guards in the entire NBA, guy invested in with cards and stuff, is finally starting to take that next stop. He played 39 minutes last uh, Two nights ago against Portland, 21 points, 10 rebounds, five assists. But you look at the whole lineup, they're scoring across the whole board, double digits. No one's really taking the lead. I guess you could say Zach Levine or Kobe White would be their top guy, but they had eight players scoring double digits against Portland. They're a deep team. They're catching their stride, and they're young, which I like. I love young teams, uh, you know, getting points against teams that, aren't great. Like the Kings, they're a good team. They have some good wins this year. 
They have Aaron Fox, who's incredible, but I don't love them. The Bulls are 6-2 against the spread with no rest in their last eight. Sorry, yeah, they played Portland last night. No rest today. And then Kings 2-5 and five against the spread as favorites their last seven. Everything's pointing towards Chicago, getting seven points here as free money. Oh, absolutely. That's a meerkat. You're finding all these angles right now in the NBA. That's why I'm going to leave it to you. But I'm going to go with one more. I'm just going to take a little bit of a money line parlay here. Let me uh, figure out exactly what the odds are. But I think, you know, when you're looking at soccer, it's always smart not just to throw in, you know, a favorite just because they're a favorite in a soccer game or you've heard of that team before. Just make sure, check on these uh, lineups. That's what I'm probably going to do with that Juventus game. I'm going to wait just to double check, make sure Mm -hmm. no one else is out before I make a big play on that one. But if you just take Lyon, PSG, and I'm going to throw in Napoli here. That's a plus 151 parlay. Um, take them all on the money line. We already talked about Lyon in that game. PSG, um, just a few points behind Lyon and Lille. They got to keep up, and they've been able to do that thus far. St. Etienne have disappointed their fans this year. I think PSG should be able to romp them. And Spezia are not very good. Napoli figuring things out there in uh, Syria. So great little parlay if you're looking for something. You know, I love my soccer parlays, so I'm probably going to tell you on that one. And then I have one more play as well. Going back to the NBA, a team that's crushed me this year, betting on them, but I love them tonight. I'm taking the Warriors plus five against the Clippers. Draymond Green coming back has been huge for their defensive rotations, just their overall morale as a team, the structure of that defense. And Curry is heating up. You're seeing what he's doing. He dropped over 60 the other night. He's finally informed, stepped in, and back to where he should be. Kelly Oubre hitting shots after a terrible start to the season, which is big for them stepping in for Clay Thompson. James Wiseman's legit. He's my favorite player in the draft, even though I love LaMelo. He's so good. And the Clippers are all over the place this year. I don't like Ty Lue as a coach. He's trying to force them to shoot a lot of threes, which is working right now. But with their roster, I don't see it being completely sustainable and they might be without Paul George again they're playing on a back-to-back and this team's got some older guys not a crazy amount of depth so I think the fatigue's real there yep that's absolutely possible but that'll wrap it up for us guys tons of plays tons of action out there today so make sure you go get that free money doesn't matter if you're hammering the creek hammering your online books calling them in texting them in go get that free money good night now